0: Morning. Got it. Let me throw these on to make sure that um, I'm in this big, big echoing too much.
1: Yeah, it's so good. All right,
0: here we go. Here we go. So we are super excited to kick this off, man. This is the, we call this the just freaking start, right? Yeah. It's time for us to just, just, just take that leap, right? Just let go of the ledge, right? Right. Just go ahead and jump <laughs> out there and go ahead and step into who who God designed us to be, right? It's time for us to, we've created a space in our lives, right? To keep us what we've defined as safe, right? Right. Which is our comfort zone. And we're going to talk today about what that comfort zone is. You know what I mean? Right. The dangers of it. And most importantly, we're going to talk about 10, 10 keys, 10 actionable steps, 10 things that we can literally apply immediately to begin our transformation, right?
2: Right, So I'm ready
0: to dive in. So I'm I'm going to let my brother introduce himself, and then I'll do the same. What's going on? We're going to make this happen. Let's go.
2: Yeah, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's good? What's good? What's good? I'm glad that you guys are here. I'm glad you guys are present, and I'm glad that you guys are ready to learn, right? Ready to take that action, ready to implement it today. My name is Coach SJ. I have a company called Inner Soul Development, okay? And what that is, is is a personal development, personal responsibility and accountability uh, organization where basically I take you off your autopilot, take you off course to your greater self. The autopilot is that comfort zone, right? Take you off course to your greater self. I make sure you understand that life is to be controlled and that life should not control you. So once again, I'm here mm-hmm. with my brother Reese, and I'm excited um, to to actually be. Uh, we we had things before. We used to do some uh, you know online mm-hmm. stuff, but to be able to be here with him, to be able to go over this, is amazing. Reese, let him know what you do, what you are, who you are. Listen, what's going
0: on. I'm man. You listen. Every time he hits that note, that inner soul, soul, I get excited. Right. I I feel chills when he does that. But listen, man. Yes, I'm excited as well. Again, my name is Reese. For those of you that don't know me, I'm a, I'm a speaker, author, minister. I'm, I'm just all around. Uh, I just bring the positivity, right? I just bring the transformation, right? I just show up and just let God do what he needs to do in the moment, right? Through me, right? I'm a, I'm a willing vessel. That's what we're going to call me today, right? There we go. But, so, you know, and we're going to share our contact info and all that stuff. But listen, this is not one of those uh, presentations where we came to talk about us (laughs) or or talk about our accomplishments or talk about who we know and who we had met. We came to serve a healthy, healthy meal like we want you to leave stuff. We want you to be like, dude, enough, enough, I I can't know. No no more. We want you like "Mm -mm." like if you've been to a Brazilian restaurant. When you have the uh, when you have it up on on green and they keep bringing you to me, we want you to turn that thing to red. Like, all right now,
1: now that's that's it. it Now I gotta,
0: I gotta, I need to play (laughs) back. That was enough, right? That's that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to give, 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 and serve, serve, serve. Right in the spirit of going into Thanksgiving, right? So right. So listen, so listen, we're going to go ahead and dive right in, right? So ten keys today is what we're going to share right? 10 keys to help you finally escape that comfort zone. So what I want to do is this, right? I want to start with, I'm going to just read the the dictionary definition of comfort zone, and then I'm going to have my brother kind of break that down a little bit, Yeah. and we're just going to dive right in. So So what the dictionary said, go ahead, go ahead, go, of course, of course. Real
2: quick, um, guys, with these 10 keys, I want you to write them down, write them down, because we're going to have a plan of action for each one. So that way you can implement it right now, and start to do what you need to do in order to get yourself out of that prison. So I, you know, this is not uh, this is a presentation, Ooh, but it's also it a conversation. Com- Say it again.
0: He called it a prison. That right, it's wrong. a That's, prison.
2: So mm-hmm. this is another presentation. This is a conversation. So we want your feedback in this as well. So we're going to be asking if you have any questions or any yeah. comments. To so please put it in the comment section. We're here to be able to answer any questions you have. Again, in order for you to learn, you got to give us feedback, right? Of course. How can you learn if you have questions? So definitely ask the question that you need to ask, and you can remain anonymous, whatever the case, we'll read it to you. Whatever you want, wherever you feel comfortable, it will be taken care of, whatever you know, whatever that is your question will be answered. Okay. I just wanted well to said. say that real quick. No, no, yeah.
0: well said. So what we'll do is we'll go through each key and at the end we'll have it, we'll have some time for questions and answers, and we'll address as much as we can, and then you know, we'll continue to flow. If we if we dig up, if we unearth. A a, a a problem, an issue, something that we need to tackle. If we start a fire, we're gonna put that fire out, right? We're not gonna leave you burning, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's we'll absolutely. dive in. So well said, I'm glad you highlighted that. So let's talk about what comfort zone is defined as, right? A place of situation where one feels safe or at ease. Okay. Okay. This is one though. This is this is one. A place where behaviors and activities fit a routine and create patterns that reduce stress. And give the per, excuse me, reduce stress and the perception of risk. A place where right. behaviors and activities fit a routine and create patterns that reduce stress and the perception of risk. Talk, talk let, about that a little let's, bit. Let's
2: get, let, let me let me just go. Uh, uh, I want to break that down. Okay. I want to just break that down um, because in our minds, a person who's in the comfort zone, we automatically assume, which we're going to talk about assumptions, but we automatically <laughs> assume that it's no movement. No, 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 no you actually are performing tasks in your comfort zone. You're going to work, mm. you're performing tasks that you that you complete repeatedly. You complete those tasks repeatedly with, this is important, with a predictable outcome. So everything mm. in your comfort zone or those activities and routines will always result in what you already expect.
1: Mm. Mm. Right?
2: So you may think that you're being successful because those past those past um, challenges were already completed because they're repeated, but it's the same predictable outcome. I want Got you guys you. to understand that. So there's activity, but the outcome mm-hmm. is always predictable. It always reduces the stress. Like I want to talk about that. I want to tackle that real quick. Mm-hmm. When you tackle or when you tackle familiar tasks in your comfort zone, you you are aware of the risk, and so that mm-hmm. way you avoid it. That's why the predictability, right, ah, is is the way that it is. So the outcome is always going to be <clears throat> reduced stress, reduced risk. Um, you know, task completed on a repeated
0: basis. Right. So, so that's the that's actually the danger of it because right. there because if you're if you're literally stagnant and just not moving, right, it's it's easier to identify. But if I'm actually if I'm actually doing some things, I'm checking a few boxes, right? So I'm actually there is activity. I'm I'm going to work, I'm paying some bills, you know, I'm enjoying life a little. I'm doing a little something, but I'm doing it in this predictable. I love that word, in this predictable bubble, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I'm keeping it simple. I know, look, one and one is gonna get me two. So I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna stay in here. Now my hopes and dreams are out there. But I'm just gonna stay in here, right? Because I'm I'm gonna trick myself. Oh, I've been there. Hmm, I'm getting. Ahead. I don't want to get ahead, but yeah, I got it. I like, you know, I like how you broke that down, and I like how you talked about, you know, um, staying in that zone is keeping our uh, is is an attempt to reduce stress, right? Yeah. And keep things keep things. Mm, I like that. I, I really really like think, that. Talk think about, about, think about the this. risk part. Go ahead.
2: Think about this. In that comfort zone, being that things are repeated, you're opening up challenges that you already repeated already, right? That you already completed. So you're going. It's like a repeated cycle of predictability. So those mm. situations that come, baby mama drama, this you already, it's already in this, <laughs> it's already in your zone. You already mm-hmm. completed those tasks. So it, it, the predictability is the this is the main factor, right? Your the results that you're getting, you already know.
0: Got you, got you. I see what you're saying. Okay, I got you. So there's like within the bounds right like my little mat right here like i can dance on this mat but i'm not stepping off of it because what's out there yep. whoa wait a minute now i'm not I going agree. out there so you gonna get this two-step and that's it i'm not going whoa i'm not uh-uh none of that yep. Ah, yep. got you i got you because because i understand this i understand this level of chaos i under, I know what that feels like okay i get punched in the face get an ice pack it'll go down in about three days boom 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 dab a little makeup on i'm like i know what that's like and i'm and i'm I'm, I'm okay with that, but what's out there? Whoa. I don't,
3: don't know. know about that. No
0: control. I, I don't know if I can c- control. I like that. Okay. No, this is, this is awesome. So, <laughs> so it leads us right into, right. We, we kind of, what, why, why is it such a, why is it a thing? Why is it a problem? You've already I, started to highlight that, right?
2: That I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going right? to tell Go you ahead. very important. <laughs> And I want you guys to write this down because it's it's it goes right. It, I want you guys to write this down. Growth if there's no growth there, absolutely, because if it's predictable, nothing's growing if it's predictable, right? Right? So there's no growth now. Growth is progress, right? Mm-hmm. Progress mm-hmm. is movement, movement is stepping outside of yourself. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: because you're not doing any of those things, then you're ineffectively mentally disabled mentally stuck Mm -hmm.
0: mentally
2: not not growing mentally
0: no i like that so your growth so there is movement we've already said that right but what happens is growth growth is limited it's like it's like um my my folks they have uh they have a fish tank right and they have a shark in there but he can in that tank he can only grow to a certain size But if you take him and put him in a larger tank or throw him back in the ocean, he actually can grow. But in that tank, his growth is limited. So I'm like, what's going to happen? They're like, no, literally, the environment hit that comfort zone that we put him in is going to limit how much he can grow. Oh, I like that. Okay, Mm -hmm. okay, Mm -hmm. okay. So your growth is limited.
2: Mm. Uh, what's the name wanted me to repeat it it. so i'm going to repeat it one more time oh yeah go for Uh, it because uh adrian i guess her name is adrian right yep
1: yeah go for Uh, it i wanted me to
2: repeat it so again there's no growth growth is progress we already know that right Mm -hmm. progress is movement you got to move in order to progress right and movement is actually stepping outside of yourself so you're not doing any of those things in a comfort zone you're moving but you're limited because your growth is stuck is is stuck. stopped
0: right right you're, a you're that shark in the tank There's a exactly exactly you're that shark in the fish tank right oh man that's huge that's huge i really love that so so your growth is limited so that's one of the big problems of when you're stuck in your comfort zone another thing is that i wanted to talk about is you lose your uniqueness right Ooh. when you stay in that bubble right, the very things that were deposited in you to make you special, to make you different, to make you stand out, your very purpose, that thing that only you can do, that that assignment that was given to you, mm. you it starts to, you start to lose it in there, right? You start to lose it when you stay in that bubble because in order to expand, in order for that shark to be that killer, that, that shark that he was designed to be, being in that that little tank it's cute in my house but he's who he was designed to be is being limited so for us our uniqueness the very thing that makes make, makes us special the very mm-hmm. thing that we are called to do is is choked out of us as we stay in that comfort zone right. just think that, about that
2: that one oh of my a kind, goodness that one of a kind yeah. You know, when you have a snowflake, the they may look the same, but if you look at each snowflake, one has this it, it, oh. is unique. There's like not that. one same snowflake. So you have, like he said, uniqueness. It's almost like speak to this about when I was saying we had a conversation earlier regarding water down.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watering so, it down. So exactly. speak to that. Yeah. Exactly. So right. So you you have there's a there's a special thing about you, right? And in order to really, in order for it to fully blossom, right? You have to step outside of your zone of comfort, right? You have to take some risks. You have to take some chances. You have to shoot your shot. You have to be willing to fall, scrape yourself up, spill a little blood, pick yourself up and develop that thing. And when we don't have the courage to step out and do that, right, that gift, again, it's like, you know, if you don't use it, you're going to lose, lose it. It, yeah. it begins yeah. to get watered down. And where you were on fire at one point, now it kind of your light begins to get dimmer and dimmer and dimmer, right? You don't you don't get to just store it away until you're ready to use it. If you don't use it, that and that, that's a principle, right? If you don't tap into it, right? You're going to begin to lose it. If if you put your arm in a sling, right? Your arm, my arm is perfectly fine, but if I put it in a sling for a month, and then you take that sling off, I'll, know, I'll never be able to use my arm again. Literally, my arm is fine, thankfully. But if I put it in a sling and I don't use it for a month, I literally will lose the use. It's, that's a law, it's the law of use. So if I don't use it for what it was intended to be, it's going to, it's going to fizzle away and it's, it's going to be weak. And unfortunately, we don't get to just decide one day to get that back, we're, we're, we're aging. Right. Life is happening. And, you know, today is the youngest and most vibrant I'll ever be. I don't know about most vibrant, but it's the youngest I'll ever be. Right. And so if I don't use my gifts, if I don't step outside of this box I've created for myself, then the very thing that I was designed to do, it begins to get watered down and weak. Right. And then I'm showing up as some. I like watered down some watered down version of myself and it doesn't feel right. And then the anointing that's supposed to come through me. It, it, it's not as potent, right? It's like, it's like a, it's like a Pepsi. You just leave it sitting out and, and then it gets weak. And it's like, Ugh, what is that? I, where's the bite? It didn't even bite me back. I, I sip a Pepsi. I, I needed to talk to me. But so your Pepsi is sitting out and then it, it then got weak and now you just need to pour that out. Right? So that's what happens with our gifts. That's what happens with our gifts.
1: You can't hear me? Oh, we can't hear you. You're muted.
2: Okay, there we go. You have to unmute me. Oh, pardon
0: me, Uh, my my bad. I was in the zone. Maybe I was being selfish. I didn't even realize it. But no, let's continue. Let's continue. So what else (laughs) happens? Uh, He cut my mic off. What's another danger? That's right. Look, listen. <laughs> What's another danger? So growth lack, is limited.
2: You okay. lose your uniqueness. What else? And you have lack of motivation. Mm, let me tell that. you, let me tell you this. It's, 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 I see this a lot in people, right? Because there's no lack of motivation, there's no goal or there's no goal-oriented behavior. If you're in a mm. stuck in the predictability situation. There's no goals to go outside of that. You, there's no goals in there, right? There's no goal-oriented behavior, right? Mm-hmm. Which causes you to act. In order for you to have goals, you got to act. You got to step outside. You got to do something. You got to progress. Mm-hmm. With that predictability habit and ritual that you have in your comfort zone, you can't add anything to that. You may want, mm-hmm. you, may, you may say you want a thing, right? right? But your routine and your habits keep you in mediocrity.
0: Wow. I like that. So you lose that motivation. You lose that. And then like a lot of us, what we don't realize, we go searching for it. We want to tap into this and tap into this and tap into that. I need to get motivated. I need to get more. And it's like, well, actually, we need to have some goals and some aims and some desires that require more of us. Require more That require, exactly. So I, I'm 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 aiming for what I like. You said predictable things within this little box that I've created for myself. But when I and there's no motivation there because, like you said, it's predictable. I know that if I step over here, this happens. If I step over here, this happens. That's not encouraging. That's not motivating. And that's not uplifting. That that doesn't require me to to pull to to dig deep and stretch myself.
2: It's right. just like
0: well, you know, because I know what this goal, is, so I can do this. Mm, right, I love it. Goal,
2: A goal is something that you haven't gotten to that you want to get to. Exactly. So so in your routine and your habitual behavior in your comfort zone, which you created.
0: Absolutely. You
2: created personal responsibility. You have to, you know, you you, in your predictability that you created, okay, you Mm -hmm. are not going to go to any, you're not going to see any goals because goals equal future. Something that you haven't, So there's no goal oriented behavior because again, your ritual and your, your ritual and your habits that you've created have Mm -hmm. left you in a state of mediocrity. Period.
0: I love that. I love that. Let me, let me read this. uh, Let me read these comments. Let's see. Uh, Malik said, good morning, good brother. Learning to be comfortable, being uncomfortable brings change. You preaching. If you're looking for change, you're going to have to do some uncomfortable things. Exactly. Learning to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, finding comfort in that. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) Unmute me, Reese, my bad, bro. (laughs) So one one more thing and then we're going to dive. One more thing and then we're going to move forward, right? One more thing that I want to make sure that we highlight, like a danger of being in our comfort zone, right? When When we stay in our comfort zone, we become lazy. Yes. We become really yes. lazy, right? Yes. Because to the point that what we're talking about, because our growth is limited, right? We're, I'm losing my uniqueness, right? My, I, I don't, I, I'm, I've lost my motivation. And then I, I get lazy. Let's just be real. That's 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 a word we want to stay away from. Ah, but we get lazy because yes. we're in this routine. And, and it's like, we can do it. We can do this routine with our eyes closed in our sleep. And so we're not putting forth any extra effort. We're not pushing ourselves, and we start to get lazy. Absolutely, um, unique said complacent. Exactly, Absolutely. we're just coming here, and then Absolutely. time goes by, and then you look up, and five years have gone by.
2: You still the same. you, know, you still get the still same amazing. result. Same exactly.
0: Result. Mentally and emotionally, you're not growing and maturing physically. Right you know, you're not stretching. You're not taking good care of yourself. You know, you're everything about you, your relationships, you're just lazy. You're lazy in learning, lazy in communication. You're lazy in your relationships. You're lazy in life, period. You just have a lazy spirit when you stay stuck in that comfort zone. Absolutely. Let me tell you, this is what we want to attack today. Let me let let you
2: know, I'm going to be honest with you. Let me, let me have a moment of transparency guys. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was, I was actually in a state of not enoughness, okay? Where I was so inconsistent with (laughs) things in my life, every area of my life, very inconsistent. It had no discipline, absolutely. I I lacked self-discipline, 100%, right? Um, But what I did very well was I was able to ride the gray area of life. I knew how to ride that gray line. Okay. Oh, no,
0: you got to tell us what that means.
2: That you got to break line that is, down. <laughs> is is the back door. I'll find something to beat the system. I find something to, where it benefits me. Oh. I find something to be able to be not responsible, taking personal <clears throat> responsibility. I'll find that gray area and I will ride it.
1: Wow.
2: Okay. And the by me doing all that, what I was attracting was just stuff that I did not want, I was miserable. I was attracting wow. everything that I did not want because I wasn't taking personal responsibility. I was inconsistent. I was I, I didn't feel like I was worth anything. Right. So I knew that something had to give. And that was mm. me learning me and doing the internal work, not the external Absolutely. work, the internal work.
0: Absolutely. Wow. That was heavy. And I'm. I, thank you for sharing that because you really just awakened something in me. Now, unlike Sean, I was consistent. Was- <laughs> consistently inconsistent, right? <laughs> I was consistently inconsistent, right? And the question is why? Right? Same thing you talked about, which I talk about all the time. That underlying feeling of I'm not enough. Yeah. That underlying feeling of I'm not worthy or I'm not capable. Every time I wanted to step outside of my outside of my comfort zone, every time I wanted to do something, every time I wanted to take a risk or take a chance, right? Who are you to do that? Mm. Who are you? You, you going to do what? Who do you? Do you realize? And so having that, that that dangerous relationship with my past, right? Having that poor self-esteem and self-image, right? Not seeing myself as enough, not seeing myself as worthy, not seeing myself as having what it takes, right? As being able to, to, to learn the skills that I need to learn, right? To go where I need to go, to do what I need to do. I had this this monster hovering over me, right? Reminding me of all of my mistakes and all of, of all of my mistakes, pardon me, and all of my errors in judgment. And I hid behind, I'm telling you, I, I let that thing keep me small.
1: Mm-hmm. I would
0: hide behind other people, right? Mm-hmm. I want to do this, I wanna do this. Um, who, who am I gonna do it with? Let me let me connect with this person because. You know, if I have them with me, then they give me, they give me a level of comfort, right? Because I can't go out there by myself. Let me try this. Let me hide behind this, or then let me... Hi- so I found all these comfortable places to hide, right? Absolutely. And I tricked myself into thinking I was making progress, right, because I was doing some things, but to your point, I was doing them within this little bubble, yeah. right? Yeah. I was reading the books, I was studying, I was learning, but I wasn't facing those monsters that I'm not enough. That I'm not worthy. That I'm not capable. That I don't deserve. I don't deserve to be happy. I would yep. start feeling good, and I would start sabotaging situations. Right? Whoa, this this woman. You. I'm looking at my wife funny because she's such an amazing woman. Do I deserve this? Mm. And it, so it impacted every area of my life. I'm look, every time a blessing would come my way, I'm looking at it funny, like you. I'm reading the name. It says Reese, but is this for me? (laughs) I'm telling you, that was a struggle for me for a long time. And it it all came from, you know, that discomfort. Like you said, I like how you say, what did you call it? I was stuck in unworthiness. Yes. Listen, that's heavy brother. So listen, we're going to push forward, right? We're going to dive into these 10 keys, man. Thank you for sharing that, man, and it, it allowed me to Thank you.
2: Yeah, I, I, yo, I, oh. I just feel like I was I was there and I'm still working, I'm still a work in progress. Yes. But Heck the keyword yeah. is but the keyword is progress. So I'm good. So I'm 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 getting there.
0: That's right. We we're pushing forward. That's what this is about, right? As I say all the time, I'm always first partaker right? This is for me. Thank y'all for tuning in, <laughs> but this is for me, right? <laughs> so thank you. So so now it's time, right? Let's dive into these 10 keys, right? Oh, y'all about right, to right. No, we haven't, we're just warming up. That was the layup line. You know what I mean? We were warming <laughs> up. So, so listen, we're going to dive into these 10 keys, right? So the first one, the first one, we're going to dive in. Hold on, let me mention constant work. Exactly. We're all under construction for sure. For sure. We sure are. So let's dive into these 10 keys, right? So. Number one, the number one key. Let me set the foundation for this one. The number one key is your attitude. Yes. It's your attitude. It's your philosophy. It's how you choose to view yourself, how you choose to view what's possible for you, how you choose to view the people, places, and things around you. Everything stems from your attitude, right? Attitude Absolutely. is a settled way of thinking. Let me give the definition. I want you to dive in. A settled right. way of thinking or feeling about someone or something, typically one that is reflected in a person's behavior, your attitude. Yes, your mindset or your philosophy about the world, be, regard, yourself first and foremost, right? How you truly see yourself. Literally is the is the foundational principle to unlock everything in your life. So yo, we're we gonna go talk even, about that even, a little bit.
2: Yo, I can't even. I can't even. After what you just said, after that, I don't even know what to say. But anyway, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe. what you said about how your thoughts, actions, right, everything is aligned. You know, um, it, it 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 it's actually your integrity, right? Same thing right Mm -hmm. everything's in line thoughts feelings actions right it's your character it's your character right Mm -hmm. and your attitude is the first thing that sets everything off it's it's the way you lead people if you lead if you have a bad if if your attitude is not in line it's going to impact that it's going to impact how you make money it's going to impact how you sell it's going to impact how you communicate with others Mm -hmm. attitude is the the basis the foundation of everything what your thought process is what (laughs) it is that you set your day off if you set your day with having everything aligned thought feeling actions then you're going to end the day with great with great results right so but what happens is is some people think one thing say another and do another
0: absolutely so I love that you went to personal integrity, right? And obviously, that's something that I preach all the time, right? That's one of the pillars of self-esteem, something that I definitely live by. Your thoughts, words, and actions being in alignment. Um, but let's let's go even a layer deeper, right? When it comes to our attitude, right? What we just talked about—the word mindset came up. Thank you, right? What we what we just talked about when you were sharing where you were, right? I'm not enough. That's an yes. attitude. Yes. I'm not worthy. That's an attitude about yes. me. I'm not oh, capable. Man. That's an attitude about me. I I don't know anyone who's ever lived in that type of neighborhood. That's an attitude, right? That's a perspective. That's a philosophy, right? People from where I'm from, listen. I'm from I'm from the middle of North Philly. I'm from the block. People from where I'm yeah. from don't do that kind of stuff. So uh, that's an attitude about what's possible for me. That's an attitude about relationships. I don't know I don't know anyone that has a health, healthy marriage. How am I going to have one? That's an attitude. So that's, oh, that's a that was, philosophy, that's right? Yeah. How we see it. So every situation that we step into, even as we go through these other keys, your attitude about these things is what's going to termine, determine whether or not these things are going to take root and unlock the thing that you needed to unlock. If they're going to give you what you need to let go of that ledge so you can leap, mm. right? Mm. So your attitude, that's why we started with attitude because your attitude determines everything. Yeah. How you look at a situation. When you walk in a room, what's your philosophy about the people, places and things in the movement in this room? And more importantly, what's your philosophy? What if you tell yourself you don't belong in this room? And then it shows,
1: it it oozes through your
0: pores, right? You go to that job interview and it's a a nice starting salary. It's a position, you're qualified for it on paper, but if you're not qualified for it, if your attitude says, if you tell yourself maybe you're not qualified for it, when you sit across the table from the interviewer, they're gonna feel
2: that. So your attitude determines everything. Yes, it is. Everything. If you have an attitude of of doom and gloom, then you are always gonna see the world as one huge problem. You ever had somebody that you talk to that you give them solutions and they find a problem in every solution? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. They will find a problem in every solution, right? Absolutely. Also, if you if you have an attitude of blame, right, then you'll never take responsibility for whatever happens. You will never take that personal responsibility. So, attitude, Absolutely. yes, is the Absolutely. key. <laughs> it is the starter. It's the engine. It's the engine to that vehicle of success. That's the engine.
0: So, so let's so real quick, right? So. I want to, okay, so man, I feel you, man, that's okay. I do need to start paying attention to my, what, what, so what does that look like, right? So so first of all, everything always starts with an awakening. It, it, it starts with a consciousness, right? So from this moment, now, now we have that awareness of, oh, wait a minute. Like I always say, it is whatever I say it is. When oh. I say that, I'm talking about my attitude about a particular thing. So now that we have this awakening, we have this consciousness and we understand that. Oh, wait a minute what happens in here what i do where i go whatever what i accomplish my relationships my money everything hmm everything stems from my attitude because if i believe that i'm worth more then i'm going to do the work i'm going to do the research i'm going to take the steps toward the thing that i want to become because i believe that i'm worth more so it starts there so we can substitute attitude with belief what do you believe about you mm. right but it starts with that consciousness now now we have to become we, we have to start thinking and evaluating situations and, and, and we have to turn off autopilot. Yes. That's what we have to do. So yes. attitude, how, how, do we, how do we start to change our attitude and pay attention to our attitude about ourselves and about our world? Turning off autopilot. A lot of us are just, we're just drifting through life on autopilot. It's like, no, 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 no. Now every situation, it shows up. And I'm like, okay, that's just a blue can. But is it just a blue can? Hmm, now, now I'm thinking about my thinking. That's all about developing uh, our philosophy, and I, our I agree with
2: that. I agree with that a hundred percent. You have to, and you always speak to this about the power of focus. So now we have to see if we see the good in certain things. Everybody says this all the time, and I think some people just say it to say it. There's a lesson. In, there's a lesson in. There's a blessing in every lesson. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, let's start seeing those blessings, right? Let's start using our power of focus to see the good in certain situations, which will help uh, alter our attitude, right? Well, which will help give us a, a, <laughs> a, a, an adjustment, right? Exactly. Start seeing that, exactly. start start having, yeah. start being disciplined, start, start thinking about people, start doing things that will help, you know, pivot your direction when it comes to your attitude. Yeah.
0: So think about that, right? Whatever situation, whatever challenges you're facing right now, right? Imagine if, Right, you step back a little bit, or I like to say, zoom out a little, and mm-hmm. and look at it like this. What else could this mean? I know I told myself a particular story about this thing. What else could this mean? What that's doing is you're 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 putting your creativity and your mind to work. Okay, I know that happened, but what else could that mean? Um, when I tell you that's a powerful thing to arm yourself with, because what you're doing is you're giving, you're presenting options now instead of. Being on autopilot, going right to that 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 quick assumption, which we're going to talk about later, right? Yep. You're 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 turning what you thought was only only had one answer or one way to look at it. You're you're creating a multiple choice, and it's like, okay, wow, this means this, and this you said that, and this means this. Well, what else could it be? Right. What else could yeah, it mean? And right. now it's like, oh, wait a minute. And the attitude thing the, the adjustment here is that I get nothing has meaning until I assign it meaning. That's an attitude. Right. Hmm. I get to look at this and say, wow. What else could that mean? What else could that mean? And now I'm opening up my world. And now what went from just one thing? Now there's multiple options, multiple, multiple lanes, multiple ways to view a situation. This, this, this is life changing. So now ask yourself that. What else could that mean? Because again, we want to program ourselves with empowering thoughts, right? We don't want to just concede to, This means this. And that's just it. That's what keeps us small and keeps us in that comfort zone. But if I explore other options, well, what what about this? And what about this? But that's an attitude. The attitude is I believe that there's multiple ways to look at a particular situation. Absolutely. That opens up the world to us.
2: And always remember, first things first. Right. Remember, your attitude is your thoughts, feelings and actions. So what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. What are you? What? How are you questioning your thoughts? How are you questioning? Because once you alter this, your your actions and your uh, everything is going to be in alignment. You're gonna you're gonna start you're gonna start showing through your actions by mm-hmm. through your attitude what you know what you're going to you, bring into your life. You said something powerful. I don't even know if you
0: realized you said it. You said questioning your thoughts. That's exactly what this is about. So yep. Just because that thought. Listen as awesome as I am, just because I thought that, that does not make it right. I think some goofy thoughts. I'm wrong a whole lot. And I have to challenge those thoughts and those feelings because what will show up, right, might be the remnants of some old pain. It might be some old thinking that shows up. And just because it shows up doesn't mean it just gets to run amok and have its way. I have, okay, well, wait a minute. Why? Well, why is that? Is that still true? And when you get in that mode where you're willing to question things, question you, the game changes right there. The game, <laughs> sister, get out of my house. <laughs> the game changes right there. So listen. Right. So look. So we have to. Uh, we we have to slide. We have to move on to key number two. Listen, attitude is attitude is the foundational principle for everything. So look, key number two, Sean, what's
2: that? Let's go. Key number two. Key number two is your physical health. Now, why is this so important? Now, physical health could be a no-brainer, right? You're going to say, okay, you got to have physical health, right? But if you're not motivated, you know, or if you have low energy, that's going to affect your body. I like how you were saying uh, when we had this conversation in the background, you were saying, this is the only vessel we have. I love that. This is the only vehicle that God can speak through that we can be able to do and get and have right right, through this one body. So we have to be able to concentrate on keeping us at least physical to be able to be able to enjoy the things. How are you going to enjoy a goal if your body ain't, how are you going to be able to enjoy anything (laughs) if your body's out of whack and your body will tell you if it ain't right. So we need to concentrate on this one vessel that God gave you, right. And make sure that it's in. Not tip-top shape, yeah. but start doing things to be able to say thanks to God for this gift, because it's a Listen, gift.
0: It, again, what you said, so again, everything is gonna relay back to key number one. Your What we're saying is consider, because I don't like to tell you what to do, but consider your attitude regarding your physical health. Consider the fact that you have one vessel, right? I love Not that. Vessel, right. Consider the fact that you have these dreams, these goals, these desires. You have some things that you want to step into and accomplish. Would it, Imagine the pain of accomplishing all your goals and being sick, accomplishing all your goals and never thinking about taking care of yourself physically. Now, another reason that's super important is because all of the things that we talked about, right, these mindsets. Right, this being in your comfort zone, we talked about it being lazy, you losing your uniqueness. We talked about growth being stunted or limited. Right, all of those things impact us physically and because of the mind body connection. So, we're not taking care of ourselves, right? Or, right, it goes both ways, right? So, when I go to the gym, I get charged, I get energy, and I'm ready to attack the day, right? If I don't, then I have to I have to push myself. And then I, that's when I need my DMX. And that's when I, oh, I gotta really get but when I move. Right. Yeah. When I take care of myself, when I when I eat and drink things that lit, that add to me. Right. Then then I can move different. Then I can see different. And then I'm in a different state. Right. You know how it is if you go somewhere and you just feel like. Oh, right. Or when you go somewhere and you feel like. ah, oh, Right. It's a totally, totally different, different energy that you bring right? So we have to, have to, have to, have to, have to consider, right? Our attitude around our physical health, right? And we don't even need to stay here long. That's just a very simple, you know, right to the point, but we have to consider it, right?
2: It's more than a
0: look, it's a commitment. Exactly. I'm, I'm glad you said that. It's a commitment, that's a word, if we start talking about commitment, we'll be gone because yeah, that we'll word be, is yeah. it's just so powerful, but you're right, it is. And again, commitment, what's underneath commitment? It's an attitude, right? If I'm committed to something, I have a particular attitude toward that thing, right? I have a particular thought and feeling toward that thing, right? I'm, I, I'm aligning myself, my integrity with that particular thing. My thoughts, words, and actions are in alignment with this because I'm committed to this. Well said. Right. I, I appreciate that. Very well said. All right. So anything else? Well, we can just move on nope. to the next nope. one. That, Yeah, that, Physical that, I mean, health, that, much that one is pretty simple. Yeah, you know what I mean? Pretty, but yeah, it's just something to think about. Right. We got to take better care of ourselves and, and the importance of the mind body connection. I'm telling you, it matters because if you feel like. <sighs> it's going to show in your body, and it's going to impact you in all types. of I negative just say, how are
2: how you going to how you going to enjoy any goal or any desire any ambition, anything. Maybe you want to go to a, a maybe you want to travel the world. How you going right. to do that with no physical, with your body in, in out of shape? You ain't going to be able to enjoy it. So exactly. take care. Take care of this.
0: <laughs> exactly, got to take care of ourselves. All right, number three. Key number three. Number three. This is going to be a good one here, right? So key number three. We're gonna talk about assumptions, right? The danger of assumptions versus empathy, right? I'm gonna read the definition of assumption and then I want SJ, I want you to give us some insight on assumptions, right? Assumption, right. a thing that is accepted as true or as certain to happen without proof. That's the dictionary definition, but I want you to run with this one.
2: Well, basically uh, assumptions is when you tell yourself something mm-hmm. that's not true Without any having any evidence that it, so there's no evidence behind what it is that you're telling yourself.
0: Give give, give us some give some examples of that. Make I'm that gonna real. I'm to give you some me. examples. Make that real. You don't
2: get okay. Let's say this is this is and these are really so good. Trust me. Um, <laughs> talk your talk. You don't get a promotion at work. Mm. This is now. Listen, guys. If you have any, if you want to make a comment, and you know, and if you have ever done any of these. You can put your—I did it. Put your hand up, whatever, right? All right. So you don't get a promotion at work, so you assume that you didn't do a good job, mm-hmm. right? So um, you make up a
0: story, okay? You make up a mm-hmm. story.
2: Listen, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Why I wash why, why I got passed over? Why they gave Sarah and ain't give me? You know, I must not be doing a very good job, right? And you could be doing a fantastic job. You just didn't get the promotion, but that's what—that's well, the story that you run with right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Another one, your partner isn't uh, talkative as of late. So you assume automatically (laughs) that something is wrong with his love for you or her love
1: for Mm -hmm, you. mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: Automatically. How many people have done that? So you tell yourself a story in your head that, hmm, he didn't talk to me today. What's going on, right? A friend that you have, maybe a best friend, has two tickets to a musical or a Broadway show, Uh-oh. whatever, Uh-oh. and she don't take you; she takes somebody else. You are <laughs> automatically concerned that the that the friendship is finished. friendship is over It's over done. So this is what I am saying: it's like you okay. you always will make bad decisions because you are not working with the facts.
1: Mm, okay. So your decisions
2: so, is going to mm, be altered mm-hmm. because there is no factual evidence. Because you're okay. already jumped out the window before getting the right information, so you can make a correction, a, 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 a determining accurate decision.
0: So, so, so I I love this. I love this. So we have to be careful, right? We have to take responsibility and accountability for the stories that we tell ourselves about things, right? We we just gonna make it true because we said again. Question: What else? Think about that. What else? What else could that mean, right? What else could it? If we insert that there with those assumptions, it literally will laugh at ourselves. I've done it because I've said some things. How many How people she have going done do it? this and that? How she going? How man, many she people this. So I've done it with my wife, with my children, with people. I've done it with Sean. You sure have. And we laugh about it because that story. Listen. I sent I text him and look, I text like a 12-year-old girl. So I might send him five texts back to back with memes and da-da-da-da-da. And he'll respond. I knew it. I knew it. I knew he I knew he ain't like me because last time we was talking, he had made a face and I knew something was up because if he was my friend, why would he res- why wouldn't he respond? I sent him five texts back to back. Really?
1: Yeah, 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 What else yeah, could
0: that mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. he's at work. <laughs> He's a grown man with a life and responsibilities. Everyone doesn't text like a 12-year-old girl like you, right? What else could it mean? Right? He was busy, he was this, and then he'll hit me back like yo. And then I'm like, oh shoot, okay. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> and then we would laugh about it because it's like, I catch myself like, yo, what? Really? And that's one of my that's one of my weapons too. I'm gonna give it to you at no cost. What else could this mean? And really, so when you're making those assumptions and you get the going up, really. Is that what happened? He hates me, really? He hates me because he didn't respond to your text, really? Is that what, is that what that means? So really, and what else could it mean, I'm telling you, can literally change your life? Because the, with these big brains, we get to telling ourselves a story
2: about a situation. Yes, and we will go for it, yes. Exactly. Yeah, let me tell you, and, it and, us- that mall, and that's part of the ritual and habits within your comfort zone. And that's where exactly. the predictability happens. You lose friends. You 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 mm-hmm. assume you may you you, you may right. have you may have burnt bridges, but once again, right. it's that predictability and that routine and that habit yes. that has. This happens, you.
0: so it means this. This happens, so it means this. This happens, so exactly. it means this. And we're just staying in hand. It's like, well, this
2: happens, but it could mean so many other things. So 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 <laughs> how do we so how do we get out of that? Number one, so, I'm going to say one thing, and then you can jump in, Aries. Is <laughs> become an asker, like you said. Become mm-hmm. an
0: asker. Yeah, I always talk about that, right? Asking questions, right? And it begins with asking yourself questions, right? Of course, I, I, you can communicate with the people in your life, right? You know, girl, you had two tickets, why didn't you take me? I took my grandma. Oh, shoot, okay, my bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you hated me. Like, no, <laughs> what are you talking about? I took my grandma, she wanted to see the car. Right. like, right. what do you mean, <laughs> right. why would I hate? what are you talking about? So asking other people is, is, is great, but before we even get there, we have to have that internal dialogue, right? Wait a minute. Like, wait, what, what else is going on here? What else could that mean? You know, am I am I jumping out of, am I, I'm just jumping out of a plane and making this assumption and telling myself this story? And most of the time, it's always negative. We don't usually tell ourselves beautiful stories about a situation. Absolutely we not. We don't say like, oh, really? yeah, something was fine. He's probably this and We don't assume that. We assume something's wrong. Absolutely. And so, we add to so that we, story. And we add yeah. to it with the story. Oh, we're so creative. Man, we'll we we'll put some we we'll put some and a little bit of pepper, some garlic sauce, and yep. onion salt. We'll season that thing we'll up, get it right. We we'll get that thing right. And then <laughs> and, and we'll hold the person accountable to all that, all the spices we put on there. And it's like, wait, what? Just, yep. What are you talking? Where'd all that come from? So we got listen, we gotta be mindful of that, right? We have to catch ourselves, right? So what you said was so the the, the asking, what else could that mean? All right. right. Is, is that what really happened? what's what's real what actually happened? And how right. much did I how much spice did I add onto it? Right? How much how much remixing did I do? Right. This exactly. was it was this song and then you know, I did that, it. And now I got I got features on there. I didn't added extra people and changed the beat and all that stuff. And it's like, whoa, so, it's wait a true. minute. So right. so again, so I like that you said that we have to start uh slowing down and changing that internal dialogue and asking asking ourselves questions about the situation and, and evaluating it for what it is. Not worse than what it is, right? And not less than what it is, right? If it's here, don't well, take what it is? here or here. See it for what it actually is. And then even too. when we see it, still question that because yep. I'm still seeing it through a particular lens, right? So what's on the other side of that, right? Here, here's a weapon that you can use. So we have to have that question. But here's the thing. This is what I use and this is what really, really helps me. And this is why I can laugh at myself because I go to empathy first. Right, empathy. I go to yes. empathy first, right? I go to a place where I'm automatically going to think about like in the example with, with, with Sean and my, you know, 52 text messages, I go to, okay, Sean's an adult. <laughs> Sean has a family. Sean has a uh, Uh, a job and basically two companies, right? Sean is out here making moves. Sean is not staring at his phone. You know what I mean? Sean might be doing this. Oh, okay. Hmm. You know what I mean? Sean and I have an amazing friendship, an amazing relationship, an amazing brotherhood. What's, so I'm putting myself in his. Oh, okay, boom. Let me make sure that I'm on point to give him the the encouragement that he needs because clearly he's busy, right? So he may need to plug into me and get his batteries charged. You see what? See the difference when I go to considering you, when I go to empathy, Ooh, right? Really let's say good. let's say someone is nasty. Let's say you. This is what happens, especially uh, uh for us gentlemen, right? It happens more often, right? You hold the door. Someone comes through and. They, they don't, they talking and they don't even say thank you and acknowledge you. Ooh. Before you call them a jerk, and a-hole, an ignorant, bop, 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 I go to, okay. And I used to, I used to do that. Uh, I'm getting better, y'all keep praying. I used to say, <laughs> you're welcome. I said, yeah, oh, you welcome. That. I
2: say that, I say that, I say that. <laughs> I say, oh, I you're that. welcome.
0: But now, but now I'm that. like, why? why would I even, like, I don't have extra energy in my budget to worry about that. I chose to hold the door. Because that's who I am. And maybe they, it didn't occur to them what was going on. Maybe they were running their mouth. Maybe they, were, maybe they were walking in. Let's say I'm holding the door at the Target. Maybe they're trying to figure out how they're going to make this $52 that they have left dance. I don't know what's going on in their world. They could be like, oh my god, holiday season. These three kids, I got to do this. And we need food in the house. But oh, we need Pampers. And how am I going to fit? I don't know what's going on in their world, right? And when I when I when I become empathetic, when I just do that, sometimes even if they are a jerk, even if they are an a hole, even if they are entitled, even if they see me as a peon that better hold the door for them, what is that of, for to me? What what so what is that to me? So when I go to empathy, right, it it keeps me sharp, and that's what matters, right? Because let's say that what if what if they were being a jerk, okay, like. Right. you know what I mean so I go to empathy right versus assuming this that and the third. So it's about empowering yourself in these That's situations right. right and these are ways to help you to grow and stretch and become more and this is how we we just shatter that glass ceiling or just break that bubble and step outside of our zone of comfort by changing our ways of thinking right have a little empathy. are you always sharp? Are you always on it? Are you always at the top of your game? Do you always speak properly? Do you always think pure thoughts? Of course not. So have a little empathy for other people. And you're doing it for you first and foremost. Oh, I'm coining this term. Have a little selfish empathy. Ooh, y'all catch that? Selfish Selfish empathy. empathy. I'm going to operate from a place of empathy to keep me refreshed and sharp. That's why right. I see the world through an oh, empathetic lens. I like that. Right. I like to that. help keep my heart pure and my vision pure. So like you get that. to benefit. You benefit from it, but I'm going to be selfishly empathetic. I like that.
2: I like Something that. that. I that's I a good, That's. I love that. All right. So, any questions, any comments we got going on? If yeah, you have a comment or you. question. Exactly.
0: Right. I like that. I like that. So, me, I'm looking at the comments. Yep. No, we rocking and rolling, brother. All right. We so, rocking and rolling.
2: Guys, I need Number you
0: four. to write down. Yeah, all we right? rocking and rolling, baby. This is fun. Is,
2: is gr- now, this is a good one gratitude versus hunger. Now, I'm going to break down mm-hmm. gratitude and I'm going to break mm-hmm. down hunger. And I want you to just tell me, Reese, exactly break that down a little bit and how they can actually work together. Woo. Got all you. Right, so- Got you.
3: Gratitude
2: okay. is the quality of being thankful. I'm always in that, thankful, right? Oh man, I'm so thankful. I woke up, I got a good house, <laughs> I got a investment property, I'm doing things. I'm, you know, I'm getting to the back, I'm so thankful, right? But then there's hunger. And hunger is a strong desire or craving. Now, when you think of hunger, you think of there's not enough on the plate,
0: mm. right?
2: Sometimes you think that, come on,
0: boy, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm.
2: So you got to be in a in a mode of I need <clears> to get <throat> more. So again, how do you? How do they both can actually connect? Mm, so hunger, this is, this is I mean, gratitude huge. And hunger,
0: this is huge because this is something that I have recently kind of been awakened to. So, like you said gratitude. I'm I'm always in a place of gratitude. I'm so grateful and thankful for, you know, just my life and all of the amazing things that I'm connected to, the amazing people that I'm connected to. I live a very, very charmed life, right? In spite of everything I've gone through, I'm still standing. I don't look or feel like what I went through. So I have so much to be thankful for. And sometimes, right, that can get you to a state of,
1: ah, right?
0: Right. And, and you just wanna kind of bask in that. And then, right, there's, there's more out there for you, right? You want more, I have goals, I have dreams, I have desires, right? And then sometimes what I found myself doing was feeling guilty to be hungry for more, right? I somehow, so, I, I didn't understand that the two weren't mutually exclusive. Like I, I, I either had to be in, in gratitude or hungry for more. And it's like, no. I can hold both of those fully. I can be fully 100 percent thankful and appreciative of where I am and what I have. And I can be 100 percent hungry to go get what's what's for me. Right. So a lot of times we, we we don't understand that we can fully have both. So we can become complacent because we're just like, ah, I survived all of that. I'm not there anymore. So I'm just so grateful. Look at this. Ha, ha, ha. Or some people are, I got to get it. I got to get it. I got to get it. And they don't stop to smell the roses and be grateful for what they have. And so what what I'm proposing, what we're proposing this morning is you're allowed to have both. both, both at 100, not not half gratitude and half hunger you're allowed to be fully 100% grateful for what you have and fully 100% hungry to go get more to 200x everything you have and it's exactly a dance. we have it's to be able dance. to hold them both and maturity and stepping outside of your present self is maturity is the, the ability to hold competing thoughts in your head and be fully both I'm fully I'm, I'm fully living in a state of gratitude. And I'm investing my time, energy, effort, money into going to get more, right? I'm right. um, both, but for a long time, I felt guilty about being hungry more because somehow me I told too. myself that that meant I was ungrateful for what I had. And that was a struggle it, me for too. me for a long me time.
2: Me too, me too. But it's like we need both, fully operational. We need both. So basically when I wake up, right? I'm thankful and grateful that I'm alive, but I'm also thankful to God that, or thankful to the being that made me want be able to live now. Now I can, now mm. I'm, I'm grateful that I'm alive, but I'm able to mm-hmm. be really going after it and be really living, being able to see the things. So you understand what I'm saying? I'm, glad I'm grateful to be that.
0: alive and I get to live. I love it, I love it, you know I love what I'm it, saying? I'm alive. And, and I'm living win. at the same time. I'm alive time. and I'm living. Oh, I like that. You know, If I was, so- oh, we should have been in the same room. I might have pushed you down for that one. That was, that was heavy. I like that.
2: <laughs> Ooh, but that's yes, what it yes. is. It's mm-hmm. actually I saying it. I'm waking up. i would be able to see. I hear, taste, touch for a reason. Right. So now, right. thank you. Now I'm going to be able to, because remember, he gave you the gift. These are gifts that you get in. Everything around you is gifts. That's right. his gift to you. Our gift to him is to utilize it. To use it and to, that's our gift to him. So yes, we wake up and we be great. Right? We wake up we're grateful for taste, his taste, taste, touch, hear, smell, all that. But right. now I'm going to give my gift to him by using these resources to go after Right. Him. Because exactly. there's more to see. There's more to hear. Uh, there's more to taste. There's more to Come touch. on, boy
0: listen listen that right there I think I think that deserves another quick minute I'm grateful to be alive and I now because I'm so grateful I get to go live oh I love how I, that little spin I, that that did it for me like you and then you use the I love that you used our senses. I can see, I can hear, I can smell, I can taste, I can touch. So what do I need to do? I need to go see, go listen, go touch, go taste, go smell. I need to go use those gifts, right? And and that's so funny. The, the goat, Les Brown used to say that back in the day, right? You know, you know, life, you know, is is God's gift to us. And our gift to Him is how we live our lives. That's literally exactly what you just said. So that, dude, that 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 was great. So You're allowed to be grateful, be thankful and appreciative of everything you have and and hungry for those desires that are in your heart because they were placed there for a reason, hungry to walk into your purpose, hungry to dive outside of your comfort zone. As my sis said, hungry to let go of that ledge so I can fly. I'm grateful for this beautiful stuff that I have. I'm grateful for everything up to this point, but I see something. Yeah, and I need I need to go get it. Yeah, I'm going right. to fly. I'm, I'm I'm thanking you in advance for the ability to fly and go get it. That's it. Ooh. That's that's Love it. That's heavy right there. That's heavy. All right. All Love right it. <laughs> it. Key number 5. Key number 5, right. Oh, this one is heavy, right? Yeah. We got to lose the victim mentality.
2: Losing hmm,
0: victim what is that about? mentality. You have to lose the victim mentality, right? What's the victim mentality? right? Woe is me. I'm always now. people with the victim mentality, avoid personal responsibility at all costs. Right? This happened to me and this happened to me and this happened to me. And that's not taking away the fact that you had those experiences. But when we have a victim mentality, we don't want to take any responsibility for anything that goes on in our lives. And therefore, we aren't empowered to make any changes. Because guess what? If all the woes in my life are your fault, then I'm not empowered to fix it. I gotta wait on you to fix it. And people that have that victim mentality, they have that mindset of, oh, look at this. See what I'm saying? It's raining on me again. Look at this. Right. Oh, my tire blew. Oh, look at this. The doctor said, oh, look at this. She didn't call me back. She ghosted me. I thought we had something. Oh, look at this. He
2: said this to me, blah, blah, blah. blah. And it's like, whoa. Whoa, some of, wait some of y'all guys have friends
0: that like that. Some, that of, just... some of us have been there. Yes. Some of us have definitely been there. But when I awaken and realize like, wait a minute, this is this is me. This is my life. I'm res- I am have to take responsibility for the, the thoughts that I think and the words that I speak and the actions that I take, right? The decisions that I make, what I choose to think about and focus on. And when that clicked and I shifted from that, mindset of a victim to an empowering mindset of a victor right now now every situation that shows up i'm ready to say oh no it's, it's all oh. my fault because it's when it's my fault i'm empowered to fix it if it's on you i gotta sit on my hands and hope and
2: pray that you make a change come on now yes. listen we with with a victim mentality or person in that mode right mm-hmm. with that non-person not not taking responsibility they believe that life happens to them, not for them. I'll One of my again. core principles. Life Come on now. Life happens to them, not for them. Now, this is a personality trait that you created. It's acquired. You don't buy it off the street.
0: It's an attitude. It's
2: an, a, it's an attitude. <laughs> it's an attitude.
0: It's that an attitude. Is what it
2: is. You avoid stepping out of your comfort zone because you, don't, you are comfortable Placing blame on everything.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Now here's a here's a caveat. I would, but here's mm, a caveat. mm, Here's the benefit mm -hmm. for a victim with the victim mentality. Here's the benefit to them. They have a space for a pity party. (laughs) Number two is they're they're getting sympathy from others. That's their that's their reward.
0: Yeah, that feels good, right? That feels good. I know, girl, he should not have did that. I know it. I know, bro. That ain't right, man. She was tripping. Why would that happen? But man, I know that's right. You just like that's
2: the payoff. That's the payoff.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yo. Something you said, right? I want to go back to that principle because that's literally one of my core principles, right? Life happens for me, not to me. That's an attitude. Back to principle number one, right? Key number one. Think what does that mean? Life happens. For me, not to me. So, everything I experience is happening. It's, it's a benefit. Right. There's a lesson to be learned. It's, even though it hurts right now, I'm going through this experience. It's, it's shaping me into a better version of me. It's equipping me to do the things I need to do. It's strengthening me. It's building me up so that I can let go of this ledge and fly. So that I can step outside of this comfort zone. I've been standing on my mat. That was that was my comfort zone, right? But I can step outside <laughs> of that, right? I can move around that. I can grow and stretch because as I'm going through these things, right? I'm not looking at it like, oh, well, it's me. Like you said, I'm looking at it like, oh, wow, what did this show up to teach me? That's right. Mm, now right.
2: Listen. And listen to this. So I want you guys to get excited. Really. Right. If Helping this up, is level you, up. that's right. If this is you. This is four signs of you playing victim. So you can at least see it mm. for yourself. Four signs. Number one, you cataf- catastrophic size, mm. catastrophic. Right. I struggle your with problem. that
0: word too. You you catastrophize. You I, catast- I, I
2: struggle
1: with that word. You,
0: you, you catastrophize.
2: catastrophize I love that. All your problems. It's the smallest inconvenience is the mm-hmm. end of the world right? That's number one. Number two is you engage in negative Mm self-talk. You just, you have these destructive beliefs that have you play that victim behavior, right? Or Mm -hmm. that victim behavior where you're Mm -hmm. putting yourself down and putting yourself down is the norm because of the self-talk
0: that you give yourself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Putting yourself down is your norm. Wow. Like that's my go-to. So I, I stubbed my toe. See, I knew it. I'm gonna be great if I stubbed my toe and that's my norm. I go, wow. Wow. I'm sorry. I felt that though. I had yeah. to check myself. Right that like, self-talk. Hmm, I had to do a little evaluation. Yes. Yeah. Negative self-talk. That's your norm.
2: Is Yep. Talking down yourself is the norm. Number three, right? You feel powerless. There's no control, you know, You feel that there's no control in your world, but here's the thing, in your comfort zone, you have all the control and all the power, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's why you're where you are. But again, it's a choice, it's a personal choice, right? Excuse me, yes. And the last one is you think the world is out to get you. Mm. You think Mm. the world is out to to get you, no matter, what situation is you just think the world is against you period right wow. and can you go through those you, again so mm. again mm. number one you what's that word, Cata- c- c- catastrophize.
0: word? catastrophize i'm telling you i struggle
2: <laughs> with this too. you catastrophize
0: right catastrophize, catastrophize
2: everything. i think cat- i got it right catastrophize all your problems okay right right even right. the smallest inconvenience is the end of the world number two you feel powerless number three is you engage in self-negative talk that is building, the, the self-negative talk is just your destructive beliefs, right? Mm. That nourishes that victim behavior where putting yourself down is the norm. Mm.
0: Mm. I got you, I got you. So, so, there's so destructive you destructive beliefs so you're an encourager. that
2: nourishes, you, there's a, there's mm-hmm, a destructive belief that mm-hmm. nourishes that victim behavior.
0: Oh, so, you're feeding it. You're feeding, feeding it, it with that negative, with negative talk, and that right? And you're finding things that align with it. See, you know, see what I'm saying? If, if mm-hmm. see, you're not worth it because this happened. Had this happened because this happened. You're playing connect the dots with the negative stuff. So, where are you? I got you. I got you. I love You got that? that? You Man, got I that, love right? that. Yes. And the yes. last
2: one is the world is always against you. So, those are the four right. signs. You want to make sure that you. Are able to, because the only way that you're going to be able to get out of your comfort zone and the behaviors is actually to recognize it, right? Mm-hmm. To actually sit mm-hmm. in where you are and actually take an analysis of, am I doing these things? Because again, right. if you can be able to, if, if remember these, they may they may not come in red flags. It may, it's going to come in a way that you're so used to, like the norm of talking down to yourself. Right. right. That's, that. that's your norm. I don't that's even see anything norm. wrong I'm with that. That's, that's what we do around here. Right. Ah, so again, you, gotta got, you got to be able to identify these things so that you can right. be able to have a plan of action. Right. So mm-hmm. what would be the plan of action for this victim mentality?
0: Wow. So honestly, back to key number one, attitude. I have to, <laughs> I have to monitor my, my attitude. My attitude excuse me, I have to change my attitude about situations and circumstances, right? I have to change my attitude about myself. Everything you, everything you describe, those are, those are philosophies, right? You know, the the world is against me, right? That negative self-talk, right? That's my go-to. So we have to, everything always starts with consciousness and focus, right? So when I say consciousness, I'm not talking about deepening, I'm talking about knowing and understanding. Mm -hmm. So, so being aware and, and what's the word I want to say and evaluating my thoughts, evaluating the perspective that I choose. Another one of my core principles and it fits right here is I'm 100% responsible for my perspective. Yep. I'm 100% responsible for my perspective. So what that means is look, look what's under that. There What's under that, if I'm 100% responsible from my perspective, that means there's multiple ways to look at a thing. That's the presupposition. That's, the, that's what I'm presupposing under that. Because if there's only one way to look at it, that, that makes no sense. But the presup is there's multiple ways to look at it and I'm 100% responsible for my perspective. So what that does is that awakens something in me that, oh, wait, there's different ways to look at this. Hmm, exactly. so, so that understanding right there that that opens us up you, to, again to go from this just means this and that's it to
2: well what else could that mean? Right, right. you, you see said what I'm saying? something. You mm-hmm. have said something. That, that very process key. is heavy. You said something very key. I want you to, and, and this is in plan of action, guys. How do we get out of this va- a victim mentality? You had said something about shifting your thoughts from feeling like a victim to realizing you're a survivor. You had said something about that. And if we're able to do that, just find out. Like, listen, right. I've we even had a live on that. I've conquered this. Right, 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 right. I'm not a right. victim
0: of so and so. I'm a survivor of so and so.
2: Think about the. Think about what
0: that means. Think about the, what you're telling yourself. You know, I'm a victim of, and 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 you know, I am a victim of abuse. I'm a survivor of abuse. Mm. That's a different walk. That's a that's a different walk. You know. I'm a victim of this. No, I'm a survivor of this. That means let's get it. I slayed that dragon, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm a victim of so and so. No, no, no. I'm a survivor of. That's a different, just that so little that tweak. Yep. Just yes. that little tweak. It changes yes. my, my whole body language because vic- I'm a victim of so and so. I'm handing out invitations to my pity party. I'm a victim of so and so. Here you go. Anybody want to come? I'm a victim of so and so, but when I say I'm a survivor of so and so, I'm now taking that. Want to get in line? I'm
2: taking that. I'm taking now that. want to. Oh, real? Oh, tell me. I want to see that. I, I've been
0: through that before, and I was a victim. Um, hmm. Maybe I'm feeling like a victim, but now i Maybe I want to be a survivor. Wait, you walk like that because yep. victims walk like that. Survivors walk like that. Yes. Just, just the difference in that is life changing. Yep, I so agree with that. 100%. My person again. I'm responsible for my perspective. Do I see myself perspective? Do I see myself as a victim, or do I do I see myself as a survivor? And that right, there, that little tweak is game changing. But game we, it changing. all goes back to what our attitude and our philosophy. In, that's so what true. We, it
2: and, is whatever we say it is. And when you say that, it's allowing us to start questioning and challenging our beliefs. If you have a destructive belief that's Feeding that victim mentality behavior, then you need to start mm-hmm. questioning those destructive beliefs.
0: Exactly. So the awareness, the consciousness of it. Now it's like,
2: oh wait a minute, hmm.
0: Because oftentimes we just get stuck in the usual and customary way of looking at something. This, this what we do around my way. So this is, this is. I have to just follow suit. Oh, Absolutely. this happens This equals this. So that's just it. No. This isn't math. This, is, this isn't simple math. You, you have other ways to get, you have other ways to process this. I don't have to process it the way everyone else processes it. Something like death, right? You know, when, when, you know, something like death. When my dad passed, it was like, everyone's like, no, no, no. I had a goal. I said, I'm going to be the most useful person at my father's funeral. Woo! I'm going to be the most useful yo, person. Yo, you- I'm going to be the show that everyone cries on. I don't need a show oh. to cry on. God called him home. He struggled and fought his whole life. He was sick and he got called him home in the time. And that ain't none of my business. I'm not my, that's above my pay grade. So I'm not going to fall apart and have meltdowns and all of that. I mourned the way that I needed to that's mourn, it. but I focused on the healthy relationship, right? I focused on the fact that in his last season, Right every conversation we had was healthy we 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 patched things up we rid ourselves of some things and everything was full of smiles and laughs and positive energy and i believe that helped him to transition i believe mm. it with everything in me it's above my pay grade to question that mm. who went, what, what? Mm. so mm. i said i'm going to be the most useful person at my father's funeral I'm going to stand tall. Damn. I'm going to look good. I'm going to smile. I'm going to bring Whoa. that positive energy. I'm going to make sure my sisters are okay. My brothers are okay. His, you know, His wife is okay. His girlfriend is okay. He was a bad boy. I'm going to make sure everybody's all right. That's my responsibility here. I don't need no shoulder to cry on. That's right. I'm That's the, right. I got, my shoulders are strong enough for everybody. Let's go. Mm. That's a different attitude. Where I'm from is oh
1: my daddy don't take my dad.
0: No. I don't subscribe yeah. to that. Any Not questions? a victim here. I had him for sixty plus years. You can't. I, there had, we him go. Whole, I had him for well, forty plus my whole life. He had a full life. He lived it up. Mm. But that's Any, a, that's a different level of thinking, right there. That's right. Not a victim here. Oh, I lost my daddy. <laughs> the Lord called my dad home. That's a different vibe. Hold it's above my attitude. pay grade. I ain't questioning that. Who am I? Am I Why would you really? I'm not even that's allowed right. in that meeting. I ain't even allowed. My badge don't work on that floor where those decisions are made. <laughs> Come on, y'all. All so right, we got we got to move on because Sean. Yeah, we got to move got on. Got to ready right. to have church. Come on. All right, so victim mentality, man. Let's let's move on. With that's number five. We're moving on to number okay. six.
2: Number number six. six. Go ahead, All brother. Right. My but number six is relationship to money mm. and the comfort zone. Good. We're gonna be talking about mentality. Remember, rituals, habits, all right? The way you think about money in your comfort zone can have a huge influence to your ability to even succeed. You got to wow. figure out what that correlation, correl, correl, I'm, if I could talk correlation, about correlation, correlation, correlation,
0: correlation.
2: Poverty, <laughs> I got you. A poverty mentality is what we're talking about right so it's a mindset that developed and it's based upon fear right it's based. it's a strong belief that nothing is enough i'll never have enough and it's really rooted in how we were taught because i because this actually spoke to me and how my correlation with money was at the time you know Mm -hmm. my mother always say you know money don't grow on trees right or the love of money is the root of all evil right or just just that not having, seeing her struggle, not enough, being in that gratitude moment, but being broke. So it's like, it's a taught, the, the poor mentality is a is a learned belief, right? Mm-hmm. It's taught, right? So we have to get into our minds that money is useful. I mean, they use money in church. They, they pass the, the collection plate. So money is valuable, right? It's able mm-hmm. to help feed you, clothe you money. You you need money in order for you to be able to provide value beyond whatever you have right now, because right now mm-hmm. you're limited. But if you had, if you had the money to be able to do certain things, then you could be able to provide more value, right? Mm-hmm. Help and provide assistance. So money, I want you to understand that money is not evil. We have to get that correlation out. You know, if I strive to get the bag, then I'm being greedy. no, Mm. money is money is mm-hmm. something that mm-hmm. is used to be able to provide value to others yeah
0: and it's a have tool to see it that way yeah it's a tool right like you said it's a tool it's, it's a tool yeah, and, it's, and it's it, a definite and tool. it does matter it does matter right we're we're, we're, we're taught that hey, a lot of us are taught that it doesn't matter right right a lot of us are taught that if we again if we desire you just went back to the whole gratitude hunger thing right the whole living you know like I'll be grateful for what we have. Some people starving. Well, so I got to be happy with oatmeal because somebody else starving. Like <laughs> yes, I don't want to be happy with oatmeal. exactly. Like but, I respect and appreciate the people that are starving, and my prayers, and my heart goes out to them, and I help. I, I help people. What I do is a servant, but I don't want to just concede to oatmeal. Right. I want to. I want to. You know, I, there's more to the world than that. Right. You know, right. sometimes in our bubble. That's it. This is what we do. This is what exactly. we eat. This is what this I, is the most anyone has. you make more than man. I, no one, no one in our family's ever made that much money. But this ain't enough for me. It, yeah, that's great. They pay you how much for, for for an hour? Yeah, but so so I'm supposed to feel guilty. So some so there's guilt attack. We start making. We start doing okay, and now they used to feel
2: I used, to feel, no, I used us. to feel yes I, mean, I used to feel guilty when I bought something I used to feel guilty when I when I bought something I used to I used to constantly worry about money I used to feel bad I used to not have hatred but I would if I see somebody being successful and have money I would feel some type of uh what's that word that um
0: like a little envious
2: envious like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I would have that feeling, but again, my correlation to money was wrong. I had to understand that money is if money is being printed.
0: Yo, <laughs> Sean told me that one day. Said, Yo, Yo, they print it. money is he being. Says, Yo, bro, they printed. I was like, huh. And I'm like, yo,
2: you're right. We send it through our phone. You, we push a button. And yeah, everybody print. says I want to make money. I want to make money. You can what? never make money. The government makes money. Okay, <laughs> they print it. The government prints the money. That's who makes the money, right? <laughs> and we attach value to that piece of paper, right? We attach value to that 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 thing we exchange goods and services for, right? So I, I want to go back to something. Okay, go ahead. I want to go back to something that I feel is important.
0: I feel it in my gut. You said something about. I've had situations where I've spent my hard-earned dollars on something and I felt guilty about it. Hell yeah.
2: Absolutely. I felt
0: bad about it. I felt bad. Like It's, it's to the point with me. So my sons, they're 26 and 23 now, right? The older two. But like in those days coming up, it was like, I, anytime it came time to do something for myself, it pained me. Like I want to grab, let's see. I want to grab a pair of Timbs, right? I want to grab a pair of boots. I gotta go through their room, check everything in there. Now they were fine; they had everything they needed. But I was—I felt so guilty about doing something for myself, and that carried on for a long time. My yeah. wife, God bless her, is finally—I'm talking about now—finally, like, like I'm getting to the point where I'm comfortable, like you know spending a couple dollars on myself everybody's good we're beyond blessed we are great but still i go to look at something let me let me tell y'all truthful moment i used to drive around and i would go to every ross every marshall's to look for to hopefully run into some some 40 asics or a new balance or something that i like because i was not going to Foot Locker to pay the hundred dollars yeah. i had the hundred dollars now, I done wasted my whole day. I done went to every hey. Ross, every Marshalls in hopes I could find a steal because I felt guilty going in Foot Lock. Are you kidding me? Yeah. My son's sneakers cost three times as much as mine, I, but I felt guilty. And he had his. But yeah. I felt guilty going to get my son. Yep. Yeah. Felt Yo, guilty.
2: Always worried about that's money. That's crazy. And I'm, like, talking I'm talking about recently. we are talking recently. Yeah. Always, always worried crazy. about money. Like. Always worried about money and making decisions. Here goes the habits and rituals in your comfort zone. You make decisions based off a of fear of not having. Right now, so right. you would so so basically you won't you won't go. You ever been in a store and then all of a sudden you see something that you really want and you you you, you act like the price tag is hot as hell. So, oh shit! Damn. Oh <laughs> god damn! I can't the fuck is for yo, you yo so so this is like, we ooh, all do it mm-hmm. like the tag has is hot as hell so you like oh oh, oh shit yo, right? can,
0: can, so, I, can i share one more go ahead go ahead finish i want to share one more thing about so this, i, I this thought what cool. i
2: wanted to do is actually say you got to have you know a, a good healthy relationship with money knowing that it is useful now what i want to talk about is i want to let you know that Here's how you could be able, it's not about, it's not about the money aspect, it's the value mm-hmm. aspect. I'm going to tell you how, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It says, and Bob Proctor says it all the time, and I, and I want to tell you this, is that the, your compensation will be in direct ratio to three things. The need for what you do, the willingness and the ability to do it, and the difficult it is in replacing you. Those are the, that's mm-hmm. where that's where your compass, compensation comes in. What value mm-hmm. are you providing to the marketplace? Because again,
0: repeat those.
2: Repeat those. So so again, the the amount of money that you will receive will be in direct ratio to the need for what you do. Is there a need for what you do? Mm-hmm. Right. Your willingness and ability to do it. How hard are you going to go into pain? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Number three is your difficulty in replacing you, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. look at look at it. Let's let's talk about with the in the NBA factor. NBA, we have great basketball players, but we have a few superstars. Mm-hmm. That's because mm-hmm. they figured out that it's a difficult in replacing them. There could never be another LeBron. There could never mm-hmm. be another Kobe, because they 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 knew. That their value, their value that they bring is going to give them the money they need to receive. They deserve it.
0: They deserve it. The value they bring. Yo, listen. So, underneath of this, right, goes back to where we began, right? Oh, let's go. Feeling unworthy, right? Let's go. Feeling that we don't deserve, right? Feeling that we're less than. So, real quick, right? I'm going to take a, just give me 60 seconds. Went to Vegas with the wife in August, right? And I've shared this with Sean. And we're out there, and I don't know if, if you've been, if you haven't been to Vegas, right? All the high-end boutique stores, they're everywhere around the strip, right? You go into um, go into a casino and you got Chanel and Harry Winston Diamonds and, 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 and Gucci and Louis Vuitton. Did everything everything just, just right there? <clears throat> then there's a little mall and it has, you know. Saks and Nordstrom and, and, and you know Neiman Marcus and all these high end stores. So I'm out there, so with my brother, and he's he's a he shops like that, right? He he go this is where he shops. He wears that kind of stuff all the time, designer stuff and all of that. That's his thing. So we're walking through Saks and looking at stuff and da 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 da. I felt like a fish out of water. I felt so small walking around. I felt like I didn't belong. I felt like security was about to escort me out. I felt so weird. Then we were in Saks and we we're moving, and he's like, Oh, I'm gonna slide over here to Neiman, and see what they talk about.
1: Like we're going to a different
0: store. Now we're in Neiman Marcus, blah, blah, blah. And he's floating through there like, I belong here. Like this is what I do. He's floating through there, boom, boom, boom. And here I'm just walking and I'm like, I feel I, I felt like I didn't belong. Then we're going in the boutiques and we're going, we're in Chanel, and i am da da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, I felt, and then. We're walking through the mall and then it just hit me and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm tripping. What is, what is, what's happening here? What do you mean you don't belong here? What do you, you, you talk And I had a moment, right? But for a while, I was going through it. Yeah, I felt so small and I was just like, what is happening here? But to your point, right? My relief, really, and, it, and it's not even because I was broke, I could have bought something, right? you know what I mean like I actually could have bought something so it wasn't that like you know like damn I can't man no I, but I felt like I didn't belong there I right. felt like all right when we going when we going to Marshall's because I don't belong here right. I literally felt like I didn't belong there and a lot of the and, stuff you're seeing right now is like wow
2: right and that decision is based that decision and feeling is based upon upon the bad relationship you have to money right is the bad relationship, you have the money. But again, as long as you provide value to the marketplace, you will always have money. In fact, if you're lucky and you get the right ticket, you might get a whole boatload of it. So it's not the money. The <laughs> money is always available. It's right. abundant. It's just right. how do you get to them? How do you get that into your yes.
0: our your, relationship your with money. Adrian said it's like her buying her new car. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. I want to get the car, but... What's my mama and my sister and my cousin? They're gonna be saying, and what is this and what is that? And uh, it's like, yeah, but
2: check this out. I always say, like this too. Look, let me ask you a question. Have you, ended- and then you, we can go for to continue. Who has ever saw a starving bird walking around, mm-hmm. starving like it's skinny? Mm-hmm. All my birds, <clears throat> even the birds that feed, they're fat, they're healthy. Where they, and you act like where are they getting the food from? They just plucking from the dirt. You know what I'm saying? So, if the universe or God is able to provide for them, exactly, He could provide for you. What, you just what got more to provide. Me? You just got to use the resources He gave you to provide value to the marketplace, and that money will come.
0: Exactly, and even in that, right? Being okay with it. Right. Like I'm I'm just now getting to the point where when I have a conversation with someone and they say, you know, well, you know, how much does it cost to work with you? And I'm just like, boom. The, the number just flows. <laughs> I stumbled over it before. Well, what um, how well, how much what can you and well, what I usually charge is but what can you do? Di- now I'm like, yo, it's it's X an hour. Exactly. And I'm only using X right now because the price might change by the time you see this. So yeah, I, it, it's 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 x it's x per hour because like you said, I know what I bring. 30 minute a 30-minute conversation with me can literally transform a, a person's life. And now I'm I'm becoming more comfortable with that, right? So I'm working on this, but look, I just had a moment, this was just August, just a couple months ago, where I was just like, so, so this is something I'm working on. So this is very, very personal for me. So that comfort zone, Marshalls, right. I got to break out of that, right? No did, more Marshals. Listen to
2: this. I want you guys to understand. That does just, anything wrong with Marshalls. Right. Mm-hmm. They did, But you. You know what's so funny? When you go to Boston, you make sure you go to the clearance section. But let me tell you something. But anyway, listen to this. Listen to this. We they gotta just, move on. Go ahead. They just signed a trillion dollar bill. Money is a printed. They're printing it. It's paper. No. So this is what I'm no saying. more, y'all. <laughs> you got to, you got to understand your relationship with money. Know that it's not about money. It's about the value you bring to the marketplace. If you understand yeah. that, you will be fine.
0: Without question. Without question. All right. That, that was heavy right there. So number seven. Number seven, number seven, let's 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 push forward, right? Number seven, your daily habits and rituals, right? This <gasps> is this is the way to break free from your comfort zone, right? What you your daily habits and rituals. We were talking about goals and dreams and desires and things of that nature, but honestly, the way to those things is found in your daily rituals. What do you do every day? What do you read? What do you listen to? Who who do you talk to? Who are you connected to, right? What what steps are you taking? Sean was leading heavily into the word progress, right? Are you making Progress toward your goals. So we need to examine our lives, and we need to uh, really audit how we're investing our time and energy, right? To ensure that we are doing things that we have these daily habits and rituals that are moving us forward, and not daily habits and rituals that are keeping us small, right? Right. right. That's what we have to that dive we, into.
2: Because sometimes what we do is we we gather a lot of um, uh, constricting habits. <laughs> Um, that determine what we think that we can and cannot do. Mm. And we do that in our comfort zone. That's why we're so used to the uh, predictability of our results. Right, (laughs) Think about it, right? This habit
0: gets me this. This daily thing I do gets me this. This gets me this. This gets me this. And we don't even check it.
2: right. Right. So what you do repeatedly, which you choose, personal responsibility, Is defining who you are.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. Say that again, please. That that's that's it. Okay, that's it. We only have to say anything What you do repeatedly,
2: what you do repeatedly, which you choose, personal mm -hmm. responsibility, right? Is defining who you are. So in that in that comfort zone lies your identity.
0: What you choose to do repeatedly defines who you are. And so in that comfort zone lies your identity. Your You're identity is predictable. Identity. Your results are Ooh. predictable. Mm. So, so so, here's the power in that. Oh, here's the power <laughs> in that. As we, as we awaken to that, as we change our attitude about our habits and rituals, you just said it, our, our outcomes, right? Our results are predictable. So if I change my daily habits and rituals, I can predict my success because I can take the necessary actions every day to move me toward the outcomes that I truly desire outside of my comfort and, zone.
2: And then, ooh, I like the end hmm. to know once you, once you have that awareness, then you know there's multiple escapes out of that prison. There's not one door.
0: There's not one door. We can stop now. There's not one door. Once
2: you once you, stop. Ch- once you, change the awareness and exactly. the rituals and habits, you understand right. that you were living in a predictable environment that gave you the results as well as your identity. But then you see, shoot, there's a trap door. There's another door yes. here. I could yes. have left. There's
0: a ladder. There's a window. There's a... Boy, okay. this is another one. I would have pushed you if we was in the same room.
2: boy, this is man. Listen. So, it's it's very important for us to start to change our playbook because the person at the gate, that that gate that we feel is only one way, right? Even though there's mm-hmm, doors that mm-hmm. we haven't seen because we're not aware yet, but right, that person at the gate knows your playbook to a T. Right. right. So again, we have to be able to internally do the work so that we can change the playbook so that that person standing out in front of the door is so confused of who the <laughs> hell I'm, who you are, because right, right. you have since grown. You know what I mean? So your identity we, has changed. So, right. So how do we, as far as a plan of action on that, as far as the rituals and, 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 and habits,
0: honestly, we're going to make this real quick, right? Cause we want to get through these last couple. So habits and rituals. So accepting The fact that our habits and rituals are what shape us, right? Or what create our identity. So accepting that, right? Setting, having a target in mind and asking yourself, okay, what do I need to do daily so that I can become that? What what does that look like? Okay, you know, you want to do this. So what do I need to do every day? Hmm. What what are the what are the things I need to develop? What do I need to learn? Who do I need to connect to? What does preparation look like for that thing? And I start to wrap my life around that. And I have to be okay with the preparation taking me outside of my zone of comfort, right? I I want to so I am going to speak from large stages. I'm going to hold events that are weekends and weeks long, right? I'm going to have hundred people come out to Mexico and hang out for a week while I teach. So guess what I do? I I read, I study, I listen, right? I get up every day and I I deliver the equivalent of a keynote speech every morning, right? This is in preparation. This is stretching me outside of my comfort zone. Because remember in the beginning, what I shared was my, my comfort zone was the attachment. Like I got you on the screen with me now. I can dance all day. But then when you're not here, it's like, whoa, it's just me. So now I'm stretching, I'm growing, and I'm pushing. So basically developing the habits and rituals, doing the thing every day that's moving you one step closer, right? I with that. becoming 100%. the person that you want to become. That's, that's essentially what it is. one. I want to add one thing to that. Mm-hmm.
2: Add one thing to that. And that is time blocking. Mm-hmm. Time mm-hmm. blocking. Mm-hmm. Plan ahead your time we talked about that the time blocking mm-hmm. allowing yourself to be able to know what you're what you're going to do before that day gets started so it's very important exactly time.
0: so yeah. my, my my favorite my favorite mentor jim Rohn. he said never start the day until you have it finished yes never right start the week until you have it finished meaning I, my, tomorrow i already i already have it mapped out so i'm not blindly going through i'm i'm, I'm intentional about my habits and rituals. I'm intentional about what I'm doing because I'm intentional about where I'm going and who I'm becoming. Fire, fire, fire. So All right. The next
2: one the next Go one, ahead, brother. Is Number eight. Number eight is relationship with adversity. This is mm-hmm. another heavy mm-hmm. one, guys. Write this down. Relationship <laughs> with adversity. Now, the definition of adversity is basically, and I'm gonna say this very slow, continued difficulty or misfortune so the difficulty ain't gonna it's not a one-time shot is it going to be a continued difficulty of misfortune so how do Mm -hmm. we how do we help get out of that comfort zone when 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 we do have adversity come our way
0: so let's dive right into it right this is this is this is literally my thing this is my thing right so the first thing is Notice the word, we're changing our relationship with adversity. So number one is accepting and understanding the fact that there's always going to be tests, trials and challenges. You said continue difficulties and misfortune, right? So uh, whoever sold us on that plan that everything is just gonna be roses and wonderful, that's not how life works, right? (laughs) So it's always going to be a test, a trial, a challenge. And the reason, especially, especially, on your way to becoming the person you desire to become, right? So there's always going to be something. So number one, just accept that, right? And then number two, back to what we talked about earlier, right, oh, life happens for me, not to me. So could it be that these tests, trials, and challenges that keep showing up are showing up to add to me and not to take from me? Hmm. Back to attitude and philosophy, so when Right. When I'm tested. Right. Instead of cowering, instead of saying, playing the victim, instead of having a negative attitude about the situation, instead of questioning God, instead of all of those things that a lot of us tend to do. What we can do is get excited because this is an opportunity for me to grow. I can look at the thing and say, wow, what did you show up to teach me? Oh, right. What did you show up to teach me? How am I going to be a better man, a better husband, a better father, a better communicator based on this particular punch in the mouth? Mm. Back to attitude, back to philosophy. Again, changing your relationship. You no longer get to bully me adversity. You are now a friend to me. Mm. Mm -hmm. There's a quote, one of my favorite quotes. It says adversity introduces a man to himself. Adversity shows up to show me what I'm made of. Oh, how about that? Oh, so oh, oh. everything is attitude, everything is philosophy. Everything is perspective. Think of adversity Adversity shows up to show you how strong you are. Oh. Adversity shows up just to pull the greatness out of you, not to, not to keep you small. It actually showed up so that you can put your cape on and show them who you really are. You you wouldn't do that without adversity. Superman wouldn't have to go in the phone booth unless a bad guy showed up. Ooh.
2: Yo, is this like you said yesterday about um about the duffel bags of heads. That's right. Right? So so basically so from, basically right. so so basically every event in, in in your life, or I could say life itself is a classroom of learning lessons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's it's, it's a classroom, we're here to learn, but we're also here to be able to, with those challenges and adversity, it will, it's actually given us the the strength to to push forward. I like the Mm -hmm. fact that you, like, I'm slaying heads here, you know, (laughs) going through life. (laughs) I love that.
0: Yo, listen. And and I'm going to say this and then we got to move on because we're going to hit these last two, right? So you you just said something. So wisdom comes through adversity.
3: Mm, yeah. Because we go
0: through situations and you said, when you said classroom, it hit me like we go to the classroom and we learn, right? But then as we go through, wisdom is when I actually apply said knowledge. A lot of us walking around with the whole game in here and something happens and we just... Like, I got all the tools in my bag. Something happens. I drop the bag and run. No, 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 no. Wisdom is when I actually go in. Oh, I got a tool for this. (laughs) Oh, I got a weapon for this. Hold on. I got this. Anyway, we got to move on. So that's that's what it is. Changing your relationship with adversity will literally totally launch us out of our comfort zone. We'll, That's we'll right. go. Look, we'll do a super. We'll, we'll do a Superman or Supergirl. Well, listen, we'll snatch that suit off or, that, or whatever, and go take off. Let's go. All right, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Key number nine: seeking help. Seeking help. And we're gonna keep this one short and sweet, right? One of the true signs of emotional maturity is knowing who and when to ask for help. Right, a lot of us we we either go to the people who are going to like Sean said we who gonna give us a pity party, who are going to give us who are going to encourage us to stay in our comfort zone. Girl, why you need to go out there? You already then graduated. You doing better than the rest of us. What? Why you need to explore that? You've been working there twenty years. Why would you change careers at this point? Why would you? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So knowing who and when to ask for help. Get I, the map before you go in the woods.
2: I, now listen. I, that's 100% true. A lot of people don't want to seek help because they um, they might have a fear of, of looking stupid, right? Now, where is that? Or, or looking like they're weak, right? Mm-hmm. Now, where does that mm-hmm. come from? Let's correlate that to emotions. So our mm-hmm. emotions of fear and pride is the problem. That's the cause.
0: That's a huge part of it. That's a huge part of it. Now, I have to actually admit that I'm not sure which way to go here. I'm at a fork in the road and I have to, someone sold me on the fact that I need to know everything. I need to have all the answers. No, God sends people, right? To help help us, right? To help us talk through things and to help us to, you know, to to provide us information so that we can make quality decisions. But a lot of us, you use the word, we have that, that foolish pride and it gets in the way. And then again, that's just a way to keep us small. Or the other side of it, and I know y'all both y- y'all can attest to this. I you're particular about who you ask because you know if you ask me, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna, I'm going now. You're gonna become accountable because I'm gonna tell you exactly what you need to hear. You gonna go ask what's the name because they're gonna be like, well, I mean, da, da, da. so I ain't gonna like I know when I when I'm in a jam, I'm like, yo, Sean, you got a minute? Hit me up when you get him in it. He knows when I say hit me when you get him in it, he calls immediately. He knows that's something I need to process through. And I'm a, and I'm a, and I'm gonna share it. And he's gonna say, What? Man, you know you need to. Do, 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 do. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I could have, I could have talked to my, my son about it. He's nine. I could have told him what was going on and he'd have been like, <laughs> but wisdom says, I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna plug into the proper source, right? That's right. That's right. So 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 that's knowing when and who to seek help right that's a that's a true sign of maturity right so number 10 we got to get there cuz we here we we, we want to stay on our time right this this right. is awesome by the way number Last 10
2: one is environment and success okay yes. now yes. how does our environment equal our success well let's define success the best the best definition of success for me was actually something quoted by earl nightingale where he said that success is the progressive realization of a worthy goal or idea. So, so as long as you're progressively, not going back, progressively going toward the goal or the idea that you're shooting at, you are successful, right? So creating a right, a right environment will allow you to do it. That's like they always say, dress for success, right? Mm-hmm. You, it, you have to put your environment has to match your determination to be progressively shooting to that target. So what does your environment look like? We're not even talking about people, but we're talking about the things around you, your your work, your workplace. How does it look? Is it cluttered? You know, are you are you um are you keeping sayings or affirmations on your wall so you can keep so you can keep focused? How are mm-hmm. your how is your environment making sure that you <clears throat> hit that target? Yeah. Environment so, means everything.
0: I love that. So couple couple of quick things, right? Setting yourself up for success. So uh, my alarm goes off at 4.44 and I get up to go to the gym. Next to my bed are my sweats, my shirt, my hoodie, and my sneakers. They're right there, right? I don't have to go to the drawer, dig out, find a thing. I don't have to go over here do this. I'm setting myself up in the morning because all you need is one little reason. I don't want to make no noise. I don't want to wake up the missus so I ain't going to be rattling around. So you're setting yourself up, right? My workspace, right? Getting rid of clutter and junk and creating a space where I can operate the way that I need to operate, right? My home, right? Keeping things clean and in order, right? Because you, you walk through the living room and you see all this clutter. It's like, ah, frustration tries to show up. You know, now I'm looking at my wife or my son funny. So no, let's clean up. Let's do this. Let's set things up so that we can operate the way that we need to, right? So everything that we're connected to, right, we need to examine and say, hmm, is this adding to me or is this taking from me? Hmm, and so setting that up, setting it up so that we can be successful is very, very simple things, but those simple things can be life-changing, literally can be life-changing because listen, if you walk through a place where there's, where there's clutter, and I, we're all wired differently, right? But I know for me, if I walk through the living room and there's like a mess, it's like, oh, like, like it, 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 it takes from me. And I don't I, That's another one of my core principles. Nothing gets to take from me. So if I feel something taking from me, what I'm saying, I need to step back and evaluate that situation and figure out how this is now going to add to me. Absolutely. And that's Changing my relationship with the adversity. Absolutely. It was a body shot. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. So how can I? OK, clean up do this, do that, exactly. set it up. You know what I mean? Do, do pre- prepare, do some things in advance, right? I don't like stressful mornings. So I iron my son's uniforms on the weekend. It's already ironed. I iron my wife's work clothes on the weekend. So they're already hanging up and ready because I don't want stressful. You be setting your environment up for because I don't want a stressful morning. So and that would I add, get that stuff out of the way. And that would keep you in
2: line as far as your attitude
0: bingo so all of these things intertwine all right it's 11 54 i want to stay on our time any questions or any questions yes before we before we close oh this was fun This was. This was fun. i
2: this was fun. loved <laughs> it i had so much fun any, <laughs> any questions, questions? Com, any any comments any last words uh like i said we're going to be doing this um continually oh yeah um, a lot more so a it, lot
0: more coming it's just the, the warm-up
2: this is the warm-up oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we are here um, to be able to serve and to provide value um, as much as possible. But serving is is, is number one and key um, to this whole entire conference. I hope that you guys at least can see that there's other exit strategies in your comfort zone that you're going <laughs> to tap into, right? Absolutely. And that you understand Absolutely. how you can at least get out of your comfort zone. This was Absolutely. amazing.
0: Any questions or comments before we close? I'm sorry, go ahead, Adrian.
2: So, so this was amazing. Um, it was free,
0: but I promise you I probably should have a price tag on it. Um, <laughs> good information, um, a lot of practical information, a lot of reminders. Um, just good. Very
1: attentive. It.
0: It's really, really, really good. So I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a, um, what you call the thing, testimonial, and I'm gonna send it to Reese and Reese. Thank you.
1: Yes. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank, you, thank you. You rock. You thank made a you. great point about practical reminders. That's the <laughs> whole point. See, right. a lot of times we want to get deep and we want to get fancy. We need to be reminded of the fundamentals because right. that's what we build upon. Right. That found those foundational principles. These things are what set us up to do the fancy stuff. But yes. if we don't get those those fundamentals right, if there's a crack in the foundation, I don't care
2: how cute the house is, it's about to come down. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's important for you to also people understand that these, these fundamental principles are the resources and gifts that, that the universe and God has given you. He's going to give you all the tools and resources for you to be able to do what you have to do, but he also punishes you if you don't use them well. You there's, there's a gift, there's a gift Mm -hmm. and you got to use it. And like I said, it's all practicality, but it's all in here. It just needs to be sometimes brought out into the light so you can see it now, whether you implement it, that's another story. Right, and when you said, and you said, you
3: know, God gives us the gift and us using them is giving him back, you know, the gift. And I know package me with a lot of gifts and I don't want to return to heaven with my
2: gifts unopened.
0: There you go. Miles Monroe said it, and then I want Malik to jump in if he if he doesn't mind. Miles Monroe said it, the, the wealthiest place in the world is the graveyard, right? So many of us are, are, are not bringing our gifts out. Oh, yeah. you drive? Oh, okay. He's driving. Okay. You're muted. If you want to... Oh, wait. Let's see. It won't... There you okay, go. Okay, there we go. Good morning. Good morning. good morning. Good morning. Yes. Good morning, good morning. Hey,
3: I appreciate it, man. Yo, y'all giving away some some real good information. A lot of it is, you know, what I mean, obtained, but it's the reminders, you know, and it's, it's actually the foundational information that you're giving out. Like, you know, the principles of just just the way you move in life. It's good information, man. I appreciate it, man. I needed these reminders, you know. I was I was setting myself up to go do one of my side hustles, get a little piece of green paper they print you know but uh those gifts those 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 gifts that she was talking about that we all have that we all blessed with it's just you know bringing them out and using them you know because there's a lot of giving back there's a lot of value i have that i can give back and help others with myself but i gotta you gotta help yourself first before you help somebody else you know you gotta gotta be on top of everything you know that's right i'm 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 tapping in i'm gonna stay with you brother tell your wife i said hello you know what i mean I'm, i'm all the way in brother yeah, all, we appreciate, I appreciate you I appreciate, it, I appreciate y'all man For real, this is what's needed you find it in small spots small groups some of that what you had going on so I'm going to stay with this and see what happens we're going we to make some
0: things occur that's what I'm talking about. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That means the world. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. We're on a mission. Thank y'all. Listen, this, this was fun. I'm excited, man. I'm ready to run through a brick wall right now. I'm so excited. This was great. That time went quick. I looked up like, oh, man, what in the world? We got to <laughs> we gotta close. But this no, was fun, man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. This was exciting, man. This, this this was fun. You can't hear me? Yeah, I do. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay, there we go. You keep you know
2: what... keep, he he always I cuts my mic off. I tell you, he always.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened with that, but pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. yeah. We,
2: we, we appreciate But yeah, this was great, like man. Said,
0: thank y'all.
1: Yeah,
2: thank you so much. Um, and for sticking with us, uh, and and you know, we we're gonna continue to do what we have to do to be able to give as much value as we can, and you know, Reese is still gonna be there every morning. I'll Oh, for sure, wanna, for yeah, sure, for sure. <laughs> but we're going to try to do something in the evenings. But we got something going on, cooking and brewing for you guys. And I hope that you guys, again, implement something today. One thing. Right. One thing. To, right? One, one thing, thing, I'm telling you, will change the direction. And you will pivot without even knowing it.
0: Absolutely. Thank y'all. Listen, we have to close because we want to be mindful of the time. But thank y'all so much for tapping in. Go ahead out there. Enjoy the rest of y'all Saturday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the feedback and thank you for tuning in and just just allowing us to serve. This was awesome, man. You guys rock. Thank y'all so, so much. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, we are signing off. Enjoy y'all day. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes, sir. You too. All right.